0: So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I'm the co-founder of Ignite DA. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, As always, thank you, uh, especially in these uncertain times. We appreciate you reaching out, trying to get information and good information. And I think that's one of the things that we're going to tackle today uh, is a myth that we're going to bust about this coronavirus disease pandemic, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. Uh, let's bust through a myth with a man that uh, I will bust through a myth anytime with, and that's a uh, dental pharmacology expert, Tom Viola. Tom, how are you, man? I'm doing good, Kevin. How's everything
1: by you? You okay?
0: Yeah, good here in Colorado. I know you are. Uh, you know you're on the East Coast, and I know it's uh, it's uh, worse there where it is here, and certainly sending good thoughts to you and uh, your family during the time. Thanks, I appreciate it, buddy. Absolutely. Well, you know, and I know that you've got one of those pieces of misinformation that's out there that you want to tackle today whenever it comes to COVID-19. And let's just, I'm going to let you dive right into it, man. Yeah, I really would love to talk about this issue because I've heard so much about it and there's so much
1: misinformation going on uh, that I thought it would really be apropos at this point. You know, we just got word that uh, we're going to have to extend here at least till April 30th, uh, our shelter in place. And and that just breeds fear. And and the last thing we need on top of fear is misinformation and sensationalism. And so I was forwarded a couple of pieces of information from other sources. I wouldn't say they're exactly reputable, but, you know, they're out there. Yeah. And regarding this use of uh, ibuprofen uh, for patients who are suffering from COVID-19 symptoms. And, you know, normally I don't put my toe in this kind of pond because if when it comes to general medicine, uh, I leave that to more expert folks than me. But the issue is it's starting to spill over into dentistry. So therefore, I, I feel I have a right to say something. Sure. And, and so just to be clear on all this, um, this all started when the French health minister indicated that, that he believed that patients who had COVID-19 who are being treated with ibuprofen for their fever and other symptoms were um, experiencing uh, a progression of the disease, actually a worsening of the symptoms and, and potentially even a worsening uh, of the uh infection process itself, Uh, that launched a lot of information online, Uh, again, sensationalism and misinformation, Uh, and at one point even uh, looped in the World Health Organization uh, to saying, you know, maybe it's not a good idea to use ibuprofen. Thank goodness, however, uh, the CDC uh, and uh, the, the medical division, if you will, of the European Union came forward and said, you know what, there's absolutely no truth to that whatsoever. And and there's no evidence to back it up. And then, fortunately, the World Health Organization also uh, came out and said, you know what, on second thought, we really don't find much evidence to support that either. So uh, the issue, Kevin, is it's so simple, yet I'm struggling as to try to figure out why people are struggling with this. If you have COVID-19 symptoms, you've got greater problems than dental problems at this point. You're being treated for a life-threatening condition, so to to worry about whether or not we're going to use ibuprofen to treat dental pain in a patient with COVID-19, take Tylenol (laughs) because you don't have to take ibuprofen; it's not required. Take Tylenol and get better. You know we're all pulling for you, Uh, but if you don't want to take ibuprofen, no one says you have to. Now, on the other flip side of that, if you've got you no, know, no infection with COVID-19, but you're worried about taking ibuprofen to treat dental pain you might have, and that might make you more likely to contract COVID-19. There's no evidence to that either. Okay. And, and if you have dental pain and you take ibuprofen and then, then get COVID-19, we'll then switch to Tylenol. So there are, we, we have options and I don't, I don't uh, feel that it's necessary to raise the alarm. Let's put it that way. Uh, at this point and to change the paradigms we have in place uh, for treating dental pain because they're tried and true and they work.
0: And Tom, I will tell you, and you know, I love your thoughts on this. It seems like that obviously how we do things, me, you, a lot of people listening to this, it's been thrown upside down. And so I think now some of our best practices, some of our mindset we had a month ago is kind of out the window as well. Is that what you're seeing with, with things like this, that it's we're getting bombarded with so much new information that sometimes we forget some of the building blocks that we've had previously? Kind of said it better, Kev, that's exactly what's going on. There are people out there right now who believe that because of
1: COVID-19 and all of the information being uh, ju- kind of dumped on us, that we have to change the way we do things, change our paradigms and, and move in a different direction. But You and I both know, because we've talked about this many times, that the best way to treat dental pain is with a combination of ibuprofen and acetaminophen. That's never going to change. And those people with fever are more likely to take acetaminophen than ibuprofen anyway. And and I will tell you that this kind of sensationalism that hit the, the airwaves, that caused people to run out and buy so much acetaminophen that you couldn't find acetaminophen on a pharmacy shelf or a supermarket shelf anymore. That's the kind of panic, that's the kind of misinformation and sensationalism we have to defeat because that's what's going to defeat us long term.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and we've seen the runs on toilet paper and, you know, sanitizer. <laughs> and now this, of course, I mean, it, it's yes. very interesting what we get focused in on. and And I think the biggest thing that you and I wanted to do during this podcast, obviously dispel that myth. But let's remind everybody best practices are still best practices, no matter what else is going on in the world. Yeah. And, and I will tell you, there are
1: other issues that, that we're probably to more attention. Um, opioids, for example, I don't know if I'd want to use opioids to treat pain in a patient who has COVID-19 because of the potential for respiratory depression. And same thing goes with those patients who use cannabis, both for medical use and for recreational use. You know, again, COVID-19 is a respiratory illness at the end of the day. So, uh, using cannabis, could, especially if you're combusting it and smoking it, increases your risk. But also, don't forget, cannabis use causes immunosuppression, which can therefore lead to a potential worsening of the symptoms and the condition itself. So yeah, I've got bigger fish to fry than ibuprofen and Tylenol, but um, that, that's why I'm glad we have venues like this. That's why I'm glad we have uh, a voice with you, because we can get the word out and try to dispel some of this other stuff that's just kind of. Flooding the airways right now.
0: Well, you know, it's it's funny you brought this up because I wasn't going to talk about this with you, but now I'm very curious because I live in Colorado, and you know, there was a moment not too long ago that they thought all the recreational marijuana shops were going to close down. So there was a run on that, and yet I've always thought, as you just said, if you're inhaling something, you're smoking something, then it plays right into what covid nineteen is supposed to be attacking, so is that something and you know it, that we should really be if you're using marijuana is this a time to cut back on that what what's your thought here yeah, I hate to tell anybody how to live you know and I'm, and that that's the
1: libertarian in me in that one sense only you know I'm tend to be a conservative guy, but the libertarian in me says, if you want to do something, knock yourself out and do it as long as it doesn't impact me I'm happy, but the bottom line is uh, this this is going to impact you because. As much as you may like the effects of cannabis and as much as you may think it's your your right to do so, no one could say otherwise, but just keep in mind that uh, the immunosuppressive effects and the effects of inhaling combustion products, we know, I mean, we have evidence to back this up, it's not the best idea when you're dealing with a condition that's, uh, that's obstructive and, and respiratory at the same time.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's good advice, and you know, again, common sense seems to sometimes go out the window, unfortunately, during these times, and and I think you and I have both seen that, uh, you know, on the news and even uh, you know on some of our social media channels, and I think uh, we're shaking our head at that a little bit. <laughs> I have to take, you, Kevin, you know, uh, as a survivor
1: myself, COVID nineteen made it personal for me, yeah. So I'm I'm definitely you know on guard now. But I will only say this, a virus like this would defeat us because we're isolated, right? This is the one time where we're being told, stay at home, avoid others. We've never been more reliant on social media. We've never been more reliant on information sources that may be dubious, may not. But bottom line is, if this virus thinks it's going to defeat us by keeping us apart,
0: little does it know, sorry, little virus, uh, united we stand. Yeah. And and I just want to point out something Tom said in passing, and I wasn't going to say it unless he did, but this is something you contracted. So, I mean, when you're talking about the effects of it and everything else, this is firsthand stuff you're talking about here.
1: Yeah, it was a tough couple of weeks, but uh, I survived. And if I can beat it, everybody can beat it. So the point is we will defeat this thing. Our life will go on. And if nothing else, this virus gave us one small gift, which was it gave us an appreciation for a life and a, a way of life that yeah. uh, almost, we almost lost. So, you know, we'll all think twice when we're out there in the summer enjoying ourselves, what it was like to feel the sun and the warmth of the sun on our faces.
0: Yeah. Well, I am, I'm thankful for your friendship. I'm thankful for your, your recovering health here, for sure. And I want to just remind everybody, Tom is a great resource whenever it comes to questions you may have about pain management, whether we're in the middle of a pandemic or not. Uh, And Tom, I know you've got resources available and I know you're also going to be doing a Seattle Study Club event coming up real quick. And so anything you want to share about that, feel free, my friend. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Seattle Study Club has been a a great source of
1: pride for me. You know, Michael Cohen and his crew never let us down. Uh, They've been a a phenomenal uh, resource for all of us. Uh, But uh, in addition to that, I'll be doing lots of webinars, Uh, as you know, as a speaker, uh, almost every one of my uh, speaking events uh, through June basically has been canceled. Uh, So I'm doing a lot of webinars and other things to occupy my time. And so if you want to reach out to me and find me, uh, I'm on tomviola.com or on Facebook at pharmacology declassified or Instagram at pharmacology declassified. I look forward to seeing you and look forward to uh, doing whatever I can to help you during this tough time.
0: Well, certainly again thankful that you've come through this thankful you've got time to share with our audience and i want to make sure to remind everybody this is something that you know it it can hit anybody we've got to be vigilant we have to do what we can to flatten the curve and it's tough for dental practices it's tough for those of us in the industry who love to be out there speaking to all of you and seeing all of you and high-fiving and hugging and everything else but you know we uh, like tom said we're we're going to get through this and and hopefully summer fall whenever the dental meetings uh, kick back in uh tom uh, i'll be the first one to buy you a beverage somewhere along the way i promise you that we'll buy one for each other and we'll go, clean go glass outside how about that <laughs> you know what it's 20 degrees i'm, I'm down that sounds good to me Let's do do. Yep. <laughs> uh, well hey check out tom's site please check out all the resources that are available to you and please i'm just gonna just throw this out there make sure you're getting your information from reputable sources. Make sure it's not somebody on Facebook that you're listening to, that if you've got a question, you can reach out to us through the Ignite DA Facebook page, and we will put you in touch with somebody in the industry who is an expert, whether that is Tom, whether that's OSAP for infection control, Mary Gavoni. You know, there's there's all sorts of reference people out there who know what they're talking about rather than you taking a chance during these uncertain times. So stay safe, get better, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thanks, but Thanks for the opportunity, as always, Kevin. You're you're a great man and a leader in this profession. and We look to people like you in times like this. Thank you.
0: Oh, I appreciate that. And uh, hate your two time zones away, but I know uh, you know we'll we'll get together at some point soon. And and same goes for all of you. I know that uh, dental assistants. I know this is a tough time for you. I know it's a tough time for a lot of you. Uh, not only with the pandemic, but also many of you are wondering about your careers. Maybe you're wondering about your practices, what's going to happen. And we are going to be bringing resources to you about that. So make sure that you're subscribed to us here on the Dillon System Nation podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And just know that whenever we say together we rise, right now more than ever, we mean it.